0: Welcome to this episode of Ask Amy. Today, we're talking about all things travel. Here we are in the middle of summer, and if you haven't booked travel or you wanna book travel, but you also wanna save some money, we have a guest today who is the perfect person to tell us how to do that. This is Summer Hall with The Points Guy, your director of content. Thank you so much for coming on today.
1: I am so excited to talk summer travel with you, so it's great to see you again.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, so you've been talk and travel. And really, you live it because you've been traveling with your family and using rewards points and stuff probably before you were even advising other people on how to do it.
1: True. I live, breathe, and eat travel and points and travel deals. So I'm really lucky that it's not only my hobby, it's what I do for a job. So excited to to help other people do it too.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. And so really, as we moved closer to this summer, now we're in it, but the lead up to it, I felt like we were warning people and we were seeing the news reports of don't expect travel to be easy. Don't expect it to be cheap. So I wasn't expecting any deals. I surprisingly have found some myself. We'll talk about those later. Um, But what about for people who have already booked and maybe they booked and they thought, well, I didn't find the best deal, but I wanted to take my family on vacation. Are there ways like after you've already sort of planned your trip, you know where you're going to save money?
1: Yeah. Part of this is one of the few silver linings of the pandemic but if you have booked your trip like you said and now you're sort of having not necessarily buyer's remorse but you're a little worried about what the, the cost is going to be at the end of it mm-hmm. there are things you can do now so uh, one of them that i'm doing for all of my trips is i have price track alerts set for my flights even after i have booked it and oh. you can do that pretty easily with google flights and what it happens is it will alert me if the price drops And then I'm going back and I'm rebooking the flights I already have with airlines that allow you to get a credit to use or toward a future flight. Ah. I'm changing my flight back to the same flight sometimes that I already had and getting a credit to use in the future. I just did that with flights we had to Orlando from Houston, got $80 each to use now toward a future flight. So that's not necessarily money back in your pocket, but it is money to use on a future trip. Exactly. Yeah, another thing with cars and hotels, Unless you booked a non-refundable pay up front rate, you can change those bookings. So like once a week, every few days, go back and check on the things you already have booked in terms of car rentals and hotels. Maybe you can rebook it for less than you originally had it locked in at. And then finally, cruises. You can do the same thing with cruises or maybe even a cheaper cabin until that final payment date usually. Um, So most of the time until you've reached that final payment date a few months out from your sailing. You can hop on the sales and the price decreases for cruises as well.
0: That is all really good to know. I, I sort of feel like I experienced the same thing. I took my family to Disney, Disney World last year for the first time, and we used a Disney planner, like a Booker. And I tell yeah. people like it doesn't cost you anything. Like you know, they get paid by Disney. Um, but that I thought was amazing was that even after you booked everything, she would check back and tell you like, oh, well, the price on your room has gone down. It's like found money. <laughs>
1: hundred percent. And you're absolutely right. If you're going to Disney, especially if you're not super familiar with it, use one of those planners. They don't cost money. And yeah, they can often watch out for and apply those discounts after the fact.
0: So I want to ask you, whenever you do the whole, you set the, the um, price tracker on Google Flights, if you do see a cheaper flight, it makes me so nervous. Do you actually hold on to the flight you have, book the new one, and then cancel the first one? No, no. not typically
1: because um then you're just putting more money in their pockets right so if you change what you already have uh-huh. then you're not adding more money to the equation with most flights you still aren't getting your money back but you'll get credit if you have to cancel or book a different flight so I would not book a new flight because mm-hmm. now you're giving them new money um and then you're just going to end up with a bigger credit so no I typically just change what I already have on the books okay and then get
0: a- and if you have days. and if there are change fees you just make sure that the price difference is yeah. greater than the change fee
1: yeah and Got you it. know again the silver lining of the pandemic there are now far fewer change fees for most airlines and most tickets than there were three or four years ago Uh uh-huh. Some have crept back on some of those basic economy tickets with some airlines so definitely read the fine print double check what you're seeing before you push any buttons but um, if you're booking a normal economy ticket with, say, United, uh-huh. and the ticket price goes down for a flight that day, you can pick the new one, get a credit to use on a future flight, which awesome. we've been doing a lot here.
0: Yeah. I um, found this, and I was pretty amazed because I we're doing a road trip next week. Yeah. Um, but I, pick, I was just looking around on Google Flights, like, okay, so we have some time off at the end of summer. I'm off. The kids are out of school. Let's just see, like, where Google Flights might have cheap tickets to. And I happened to be searching on Memorial Day, and I mean, I'm thinking, okay, maybe the airlines think that everybody's working, nobody's, or, or already not working. Yeah. Everybody's already out, like they're not planning vacations; they're on their vacation because it's Memorial Day. I found tickets to L.A. for like $700 for four people round trip. Love it um, on yeah. United. So it wasn't even one of the you know basic economy um, oh, yeah. airlines, and so I it made me a little nervous. I waited. The next day or the next day after that, I checked and they were it was fifteen hundred dollars or a little more than fifteen hundred dollars. I was like, okay, that's fine. We weren't meant to go. And then like a week <laughs> later, I checked again and they were like a hundred dollars cheaper. They were you know it was like six hundred. I was like, this is insane. Um, I booked it. I booked it and then I canceled twenty four hours later. <laughs> but okay, but so it's
1: I a great tool, right? Like, right. Get into it, think about it. Come back. Uh. Yeah, we are seeing flight deals this summer. I mean, some of the stats that are out say that airfare prices are a bit less this summer than last summer. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh-huh. One is people are just going a broader number of destinations than they've been the last couple of years. They were very concentrated on a smaller number of destinations um, in 2021 and 2022. So people have spread out and there are more deals to be found. And your best friend, as you have mentioned, is Google Flights. Not only the price alerts, but yeah, they've got a map you can put in dates or even not and kind of click and see the cheapest routes from houston
0: yeah right right. i see tiktokers now saying oh here's this google Fly hack here's how to do it (laughs) for people who are not familiar with using that um, i mean if you can kind of just explain a little bit i mean like you just did you go in and you can type in the city that you're flying from put in dates don't put in dates and then sort of you know if you just want to go somewhere but you don't know where you want to go do it that way. Now, the like dream map, you'll see,
1: um, you'll, you'll see a map, and you'll have your origin is Houston in this case, and then you'll see the prices to different cities and countries all around the world. And you can zoom in, you can look and click and get the details on when that flight would be if you didn't pick a certain date. We recently had one of our reporters at the points guy on her birthday, wake up and book the cheapest flight anywhere.
0: Aw, that's uh, awesome, she She sounds so free. Sorry, go ahead.
1: (laughs) I know, this is exactly how she did it. She woke up that morning, fired up the map. Um, She was going from New York City and looked to see the cheapest international destination from New York City, which happened to be a resort town in Mexico. She went and had a great time and it was a very cheap flight and it was all because of that map that inspired her.
0: Yeah, I mean, so that's fantastic. With tools like Google Flights, maybe we don't have to worry anymore about sort of the best day to buy a ticket, but does that still exist? It used to be like Tuesday or, or who knows? I mean, all of these sort yeah. of travel sites try to aggregate data or look over you know trends. Is there a best day or time or time of the day to check price flights?
1: Yeah, So so as you're saying, if you're getting millions of data points, is there a day that is a fraction of a percent less on average than others? probably. And yes, I think it was Tuesday last time I looked (sighs) at that data. But for an individual actual trip, you're going to take that fraction of a percentage of potential difference is it's not nearly as relevant. And you're right, the best way to get the best deal for your flight is to be tracking the price and doing some pricing research. So set the pricing alerts on Google flights. Even if you're just thinking about going somewhere, I've got a lot of them set for the winter holidays right now. Uh And then when you search in Google flights, it'll also tell you is the current price forecasted for your dates lower or higher than average and is this like a green or a red time to book meaning do they think it's going to get better or worse Uh uh-huh so you'll have some access to that historical data for your exact route in google flights these days which is going to be much more helpful for you than um millions of data points that have nothing really to do with your actual trip you want to take
0: right exactly so i mean that is all very good information when you use google flights do you so there are a couple of handful of airlines or maybe only one that don't have their information (laughs) there so you want to go check separately talk about that
1: yeah so southwest airlines uh we love them but they are (laughs) a little different than the others in a lot of different ways and for southwest the cool thing about it even though it's not going to show up in aggregators like google flights is you've got a lot less stress in picking the best moment to book a southwest flight because they make it extraordinarily easy to change and get a credit for the future Mm -hmm. so with southwest if you're using their rapid reward points just book it because you can very easily get the difference back in your account if the award price drops Uh uh-huh with cash yes you're not getting your cash back unless you book a pricier fare that they offer but you can very easily get a credit to use on a future flight with Southwest. So with with Southwest, if there's a sale, jump on it. Uh Um, But if you're traveling at a very popular time, like a Fourth of July weekend, Christmas weekend, et cetera, then just book as soon as the schedule opens. And um, if it pops, then get yourself some credit for a future flight.
0: Yeah, how far in advance are you booking for, say, if you you know you wanna travel internationally? Is there Mm -hmm. a sort of sweet spot?
1: So I travel with miles a lot. Um, Mm And for miles, I start looking the moment that the schedule opens, which means I'm currently looking at early summer 2024. Wow. (laughs) However, not everybody does that. So if you're looking with cash, I think for international flights, Mm -hmm. your sweet spot is farther out than domestic. Domestic, it's about 90 days is an average sweet spot for fares. Uh But with national, you want to be looking longer tail. Six, nine months is a good time to really get serious about pricing those flights.
0: Okay. You have a lot of good information because like you said, you use a lot of points. Um, And and just so people know, we're going to include in our show notes links to sort of your Instagram and the points. Guy, you're at mommy points on Instagram and also um, content at the points guy, who you're director of content with. So you can we'll link you so people can find all that stuff. But for people who you know don't travel a lot, so they haven't accrued all these points, we want to give them some some, uh, savings tips too. And when we come back from this break, I want you to talk to us a little bit about some of these like travel deals. One recently was this go wild summer pass. So when we come back we're going to talk about you know a little bit about that
1: <laughs> oh yeah it's wild it's fine let's talk about it
0: <laughs> all right we'll be right back welcome back to this episode of ask amy we are talking with summer hull she's the director of content for the points guy if you haven't checked out that website you really need to they've got a lot of great ways that you can save on travel and that brings us to summer um one opportunity from Frontier Airlines that we've seen, I've seen it promoted a lot, called the Go Wild. Now it was the Summer Pass when we recently did a story on it. Um, So before we get into sort of what we found, um, you had some experience with it, basically how it works, who it might be good for. Um, Have you ever tried to use it?
1: I don't have one, but we do have a reporter at the points guy who we had buy one when they first went on sale and late last year. Uh And then I think the use dates just started in May. So she did go use it for the very first time and had a lot of lessons from like how much it actually costs to use this pass. And what we found was it's going to cost you at least like 13, $14 for a domestic flight to book with the pass. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it costs a lot more. Um, So if you need to bring more than your little small backpack, obviously you're going to to be paying for your seat for your bag, like you would on all frontier flights. So that, Mm -hmm. that adds up because it's per flight. Um, But we also found that the availability is so spotty and unpredictable that it really was a challenge and she was still having to buy some of her flights to ensure she should get back home. Oh, wow. So it is really fun. And I wanna give Frontier a lot of creativity credit because we need more fun and travel these days and cool unique offerings. (laughs) If you like spontaneity
0: and sort of possibly having to extend your vacation,
1: right? (laughs) Right. Um, So I think it is really useful if you can truly fly by the seat of your pants and maybe you've got family in a certain town that is served regularly by Frontier and it really doesn't matter exactly what day you get there or you get back because you're not having to like pay per night for hotels. Uh I think that's the most useful use case is when you've got somewhere to stay where you want to be and where you're from and the dates don't matter as much. But um, yeah, if you're flexible, you really can buy this pass and fly most days for like $13, long as you're flexible and you can pack in a small backpack.
0: Yeah, so I sort of backed into that just so that people know, so for example, it could be 399 like now i think it was 499 for the whole summer so you pay this 499 and the deal is like oh you can pick any flight travel anywhere we fly unlimited and and people are thinking wow 499 for as many flights as i could take all summer long it's between two dates right like may <laughs> like late may to early september so that's the deal Um, This is what happened. We want to um, show you one story from Orlando who called us and said, I bought this and then this happened. Take a look. Orlando Rodriguez saw the deal from Frontier Airlines online. The go wild, all you can fly summer pass. For $399, you can fly anywhere Frontier flies as often as you want between April and September.
2: Hey, this is a good idea. We could save some money and we can travel unlimitedly uh... back and forth to new york over the summer
0: it's a flight rodriguez takes frequently on frontier to his hometown of rochester where his two kids just fourteen and eight still live Rodriguez purchased two passes in February for himself and his girlfriend.
2: I told him the dates, you know, and this month I'm going to come during this time, this month, that time. And so my son, you know, he, he, he's, he's eight years old and he's like, hey, and he's excited. I'm excited.
0: But weeks later, before the unlimited summer flights were available, Frontier, without a lot of fanfare, canceled all of its flights to Rochester. When Rodriguez tried to cancel his go wild summer pass.
2: They said, well, you you don't qualify for a refund because you didn't do it within 24 hours. You didn't change the rules until three weeks after I bought the, uh, the ticket.
0: To complicate matters, Rodriguez couldn't speak to a person directly. In November, Frontier stopped offering customer service by phone. You can now chat, email or reach out through WhatsApp. By the time Rodriguez called me, he wasn't going wild, he was going crazy trying to get someone at Frontier to listen.
2: There's no customer service, uh, you, you know, you can't talk to nobody live, it's always uh, with a robo-computer thing.
0: With 800 bucks tied up in passes he couldn't use, he had no money to buy tickets on another airline to visit his children. When we reached out to Frontier, the airline refunded Rodriguez's money in about a week. All right, so we did have some good news. In the end of that story for Orlando, we were able to get his money back from Frontier from those passes that he purchased that he's like, hey, I can't use them. But Summer, I mean, that brings us to a very interesting point. Frontier had recently switched to this, you know, we don't have customer service agents answering phones anymore. And so he was really, he could not get past the bots to explain to them what had happened. Are you hearing a lot about that? Or, I mean, are there are there better ways to try to reach an airline in this sort of situation?
1: It has really changed. So five years ago, sort of the secret trick, holy grail, was Twitter DMs as uh-huh. airlines were really spinning that up as a way to communicate. Uh, that's not the hottest way anymore. And in fact, some travel providers have really moved away from using Twitter DMs for a number of reasons. Uh-huh. So you're right, like the thing now is chat and text and it can be a challenge sometimes to get through to a human Uh and get past the bot right Uh, so we did create a guide at the points guy on the best ways to get through airlines and it really varies by airline and sometimes like there's specific things you have to say or numbers you got to push on the phone to get through and and frontier is one of the tougher ones um along with spirit sometimes so Yeah, there, there is an art and a skill and some luck with getting past the bot sometimes.
0: Yeah. Okay, great. We will link people to that article, too, because that sounds very helpful. Sort of a modern get human way to get exactly. in touch with somebody. Yeah. All right. Okay, when we come back, we've got more ideas from Summer on ways you can save on your travel. Even if you're traveling, you want to travel next week. We'll be right back. welcome back to this episode of ask amy all about saving money on travel summer hall is our expert today with the points guy so we wanted to give people another idea another way to save and it actually starts with spending money on a subscription service
1: yes but not like the frontier 400 plan, right <laughs> cheaper um so this one's really interesting if you think you might go to disney world uh, in the next month or year Know that right now there's a deal if you have Disney Plus, so that's their streaming service where uh-huh. you can watch the shows and movies and stuff, um, which starts at seven ninety nine dollars a month for the basic package. If you have that, you can unlock a discount of up to 35% at Disney World Hotels, which is wow. hundreds of dollars a night. So yeah saving up to 35% on those and this particular deal that they're doing right now is from October to Christmas most days. uh So if you want to go around the holidays it's 35% off um, even their top resorts like Grand Floridian Animal Kingdom if you have Disney Plus. So you'll just have to be sure that the email that you have linked to your Disney Plus account is the same as you have to your Disney booking account for the parks and if so you'll see a little column that's up to 35% off and it's wild and it's easy to work and it's cost you $8 for a month of Disney
0: Plus. That's awesome. Does it work on Disney cruises? Do you know? So great
1: question. <laughs> we did see one um, discount. I believe it was out last year that yes, they did wow. have this Disney Plus push and there were discounts on the cruises. Um, I think it you booked two people and you could bring the kids for free. It was something like that. But wow. But, yes, which is awesome. I love when Disney's sailing out of Galveston, and it yeah. did work on a lot of those sailings, so fingers crossed, they do that again, but right now it's for um, Disney World Resorts,
0: okay, perfect, and you know, I know knock on wood it seems like we've gotten lucky so far this summer, we haven't heard major issues with overbookings, delays, cancellations, I know. But we always want to remind people sort of what you need to know if you do show up to the airport and they're like, oh, it's delayed, it's delayed, it's delayed. And all of a sudden it's the next day. Um, I mean, what are our rights if we get on a flight that's overbooked or that's not taking off when it's supposed to?
1: Yeah, so good news, bad news here. Um, along with, like you said, fingers crossed, we have not seen the meltdowns of 2022 thus far in 2023, widespread anyway. So fingers crossed that um, the infrastructure there is there to support the rest of the summer going well. Um, That being said, obviously flights get delayed and canceled all the time for one-off reasons. And eventually if you travel enough, it might be your flight. So (laughs) the bad news in this scenario is that there are not a lot of guaranteed protections in the United States if your flight is delayed or canceled like there is in say Europe. Uh Um, However, you are guaranteed to be able to get a refund if your flight is canceled or significantly delayed. And that's important to remember because some of the airline systems Will sort of encourage you to push the button to get a credit for a future flight but you are entitled to a real refund (laughs) um so keep that in mind um but beyond that a cool thing that the department of transportation has done is create a dashboard that shows you what airlines will do different things for you in the event of a cancellation or delays that go three hours or longer Uh so you'll know up front Does your airline guarantee that you're going to get a meal voucher at three years or
0: three, three years? (laughs) That's a long time to wait.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Three hours, three years. Oh, my God. Uh, So so you'll be able to know when you book or if that delay happens. You can Google for the Department of Transportation, flight protections, refunds, dashboard, Mm -hmm. and you're going to be able to see what your airline should be doing. And it might be meal vouchers. It might be a hotel. It might be ground transportation to that hotel. It might be rebooking on a different airline. Not all airlines will do some or any of those things, just mm-hmm. so you know. <laughs> but it'll but it'll outline it for you in a really clear and easy to see way. And then the other thing that you can do is book your flight with a credit card that comes with built-in flight protections. Oh. So if you want to buy trip insurance, do that. But if you just have the right credit card and you book your flight with that credit card, uh-huh. um, a popular one is the Chase Sapphire Preferred. It's $95 a year. And when you use it to book your flight, you've got built in protections in the event that it is canceled or it starts experiencing a long delay or an overnight delay, your credit card itself then will be the one that can reimburse you for extra expenses, hotels, meals, etc. And the wow. event the airline doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so you've got your own protections then that don't cost you more other than just having and using that credit card.
0: Right. That makes you feel a lot better about Oh, no, what's going to happen?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know there's limits to it but the limits are are pretty high so if you book say that big trip with a big tour when you get there and your flight gets delayed or canceled it'll pick up some of the expenses of those things you're missing in your destination too if you've used it for your airfare so Very, very handy and low cost way to protect yourself.
0: That is. And that was the Chase Sapphire card.
1: Chase Sapphire preferred. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Summer, thank you so much for coming on and talk with us. We, I mean, we zoomed right past that. There are so many great ideas and now I want to travel. (laughs)
1: Good. That's what we're here
0: for. I know. Where's your next great trip before we go?
1: Yeah. So our next great trip is taking a kid to camp in New York City. And then we have Disney World on our agenda for July using a lot
0: of these tips and tricks. Awesome. Awesome. We will link you to all of the things that Summer mentioned at the, my, at the points guy um, in our show notes. Thanks so much for joining us and have a great day.
1: Thanks, Amy.